Good morning, Contrarians! Friday morning, January 12th, 6.35 a.m. Well, stocks didn't move much yesterday, with the exception of small caps, which dropped again by about 1% again. If this all sounds familiar, then it's because this exact thing has happened basically every day this week, or at least the last uh, three days, I believe. But then yesterday evening, we had uh, news of U.S. and U.K. airstrikes against Houthi, Houthi targets in Yemen. And that has led to a predictable spike in oil prices. And as we look at our board of indicators this morning, commodities markets are where most of the action is right now. I mentioned crude oil. That's uh, WTI is up 4% to trade around $75 a barrel. That's the highest it's been in at least a week, if I'm not mistaken. Copper is uh, unchanged, but gold is up 1.5%, presumably as a disaster hedge. We have stock index futures uh, not doing all that much. Tech is down a tiny bit with the NASDAQ off three-tenths of 1%, but then small caps are now pointing to small gains. Russell is up two-tenths of 1%. Bonds, unchanged. The 10-year yield is 3.99%, while the two-year is 4.27%. And both of these are down a bit from where they were yesterday at this time, which indicates that bonds rallied over the last 24 hours, despite a hotter-than-anticipated CPI report yesterday that came in a little above estimates, but the market didn't really react. And indeed, as we see the bonds, the bonds actually rallied a bit, which would indicate expectation of Fed rate hikes, which would be counterintuitive to, I'm sorry, Fed rate cuts, which will be counterintuitive to persistent inflation. Anyway, the Fed was yesterday's story. Today, it's earnings, and I guess the Red Sea stuff. But we'll get about to that in a bit. And we the uh, today is basically the unofficial start of earnings season. We had earnings, a couple of them, small ones, come in through the week. But today brings the traditional curtain raisers in the form of the major banks and financial institutions, as well as Delta Airlines and United Health. And we already had BlackRock, BlackRock BLK, a report in earnings beat, while revenues came in in line with estimates. And importantly, they also announced a major acquisition for $12 billion. I guess that isn't that big for them. But for you and me, well, for you probably maybe, or for me, it's a lot of money. Um, Global Infrastructure Partners is the uh, company that they are acquiring for $12 billion. United Health UNH beat on top and and bottom line estimates and appears to have affirmed guidance And I'm looking here to see if anybody else has reported. These are going to come fast and furious now. Bank of New York Mellon, BK, um, a small beat, revenue in line. Let me see. BlackRock, we had them. Delta Airlines, here we go. Top and bottom line beat. And what are they saying here about a period of optimization, unlock efficiencies? Uh, We could expect to deliver earnings uh, for the full year. So I don't know how that compares. They're saying they're expecting up low single digits over 2023. I don't know what they previously guided. So there you go. That's all for the earnings for now. 
But uh, yeah, watch that space because these are coming fast and furious. We're waiting to hear from JP Morgan, Citigroup, Wells Fargo, Bank of America. Uh, yeah, those are the, those are the, the major ones that we're all waiting to hear from. But it's not just about earnings today. We also have producer prices out at 8.30. And these uh, are also known as wholesale prices. And these can be seen as a leading indicator for consumer prices under the premise that producers simply pass higher costs off to consumers. The numbers... Well, they're in the show notes. I'm not going to bore you, but we're looking at a, uh, a slight increase over last month for the headline and core CPI, uh, PPI. Um, so that will be consistent with what we saw from the CPI yesterday and may speak to a little bit of accelerating, reaccelerating inflation or maybe a uh, decline in inflation softening. Worth pointing out that last month, the core, uh, the headline PPI was unchanged, and the annualized was below. Uh, it was actually below one percent, zero point nine percent, for headline producer prices, and the core, which excludes food and energy, that was also below two percent, one point nine percent last month. Two percent is the target the Fed has for consumer prices, and consumer prices are above three percent, unfortunately as we saw yesterday, but uh, the producer prices, as I mentioned, below 2%, although uh, the core is expected to increase from one9 to 2.0 today. Yeah! So the PPI does not always move markets, even though it probably should, seeing how it's a leading indicator. But when it comes to earnings, it's worth pointing out that the bank's the early reporters, they almost all beat uh, their earnings estimates. So what's more interesting and more important for the stock prices are going to be uh, other items they provide, data on loan loss provisions, for example, and of course, the outlook. Now, when it comes to the whole Red Sea stuff, this is attracting a lot of attention predictably enough. And, but judging by oil prices, it doesn't appear to be a huge concern. Okay, 4% is is not nothing. Um, and that does qualify as a spike, I guess, overnight. But it's not as bad as it would be if you had real problems. And $75 a barrel is still pretty low-ish from where we've been. Maybe not recently, but more less recently. Um, we were above 100, weren't we? Yeah. Anyway, the... Um, so consider that your friendly reminder that financial markets are often a better gauge of geopolitical calamities than news headlines, much less armchair analysts on social media. Social media, you're going to get all the doom and gloom, and but you always get that. You always have some idiot talking about World War III there. And you, you saw this with the, when the whole Israel-Gaza thing unfolded in October – and oil was up a bit, but not much, and then came down again. So it doesn't look like markets are really pricing this as a broader conflict quite yet. The Yeah, the Iranians are supposedly involved now. They have been. But judging by this reaction, it doesn't look like investors are really cons- 
concerned, or at least not seriously concerned, about this thing spilling over into a broader, broader regional conflict. I guess the U.S. bombs stuff in the Middle East all the time, periodically. I don't think we've struck the, the Yemen before. But it's, uh, anyway, I'm not going to get into geopolitics because not my, I, I just don't know, you know, go somewhere else. But, but look for, again, the financial markets sometimes are a better gauge of, uh, certainly of, of, of news headlines and definitely of social media, but you know not to believe anything you read on social media anyway, hopefully. And with that, I've gone on too long, so I'll leave it there. Happy Friday. Should be a busy day. I may update this when, once the, all the, the, um, earnings come in. I'm not going to update the audio, but I'll update the, the text so you can look for that. And I'll speak to you on Monday. See you then. Bye.